Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank Hello. you so much for joining us, uh, all one of you. All one of you. Yeah. <laughs> all one of our loyal listener. Thanks for thanks for joining us on Emmaus Road Media. Uh, my name is Jeremy Uberoth, pastor of Emmaus Road Reformed Baptist Church, otherwise known as UB1 Kenobi. This is my homie, Greg Dix. What up? <laughs> and just Jonathan. Our lovely co-host, dude. Just Johnny. <laughs> just yes, Johnny. dude. Not just Johnny, dude. The Johnny Melancholy Goodman, dude. That's oh right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Collie. Embrace it, my friend. Yeah, Embrace you better. It. You better. Maybe I don't want to be melancholy. Hey, bro, we're trying. Yeah, we're trying to encourage you out of that. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, so uh, thanks so much for joining. This is part three in the saga. The saga. The saga from ashes to glory, uh, our church story, and how we got founded. And so we have covered since like the beginning, where did we come from? How did we get here? And last week we discussed the nuke that went off, which created a, yeah. <laughs> a crater. The, the dissolving, unfortunately, which is sad. Bro. I mean, we, we, we don't relish at all the dissolving of any church body. Yeah, the an- the anticipation, sad. the hope was that that church would have continued on um, and maybe even possibly have become Reformed Baptist. <laughs> but because that was offered that as a hope, as we that discussed, was that was yeah, the as, blessed hope. Yeah, as we discussed, um, that didn't happen. And that's OK. Like things happen, things come up. And so what we want to discuss today is as that unfolded, how did this schmelding occur? The, the alchemy of what we now refer to as. Emmaus Road Reformed Baptist Church, right? And so how Alchemy. how did nice. how did out of the ashes did we arise to be what we are today? I think this is really the crux of what most people ask us when they come uh, to visit us. They say, "Hey, like, what's up with you guys? Yeah, how did this all you come from?" And then yeah, we say, yeah, "How much yeah. time do you have?" Right? <laughs> yeah. And you want the short version? Yeah, you yeah, want the long version? version? And here we are now. What uh, lovely, dude. yeah, my no, Mike, you're lovely, bro. You're, you're a lovely man, dude. What up, Mike? <laughs> Mike's like, I'm driving up there right now to smack you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us, Mike. Appreciate it, bro. Jerome, thanks for joining us, homies. So uh, here we are. Okay, third session. It takes a minute to explain because most people, you're like, wait, like, what the heck happened? Like, how did you guys get here? Does yeah, I mean, to some degree, you talk to people and they're like, okay, so there's a church split. What happened? You Come on, I mean? man. Like, yeah, because that can turn. And that's a fair off. question. Sure. Totally a fair question. Yeah, if I'm if I'm talking to somebody and I hear split, I'm like, my next question, what happened? Yeah. Why? Yeah, this is not good. Let's go there, right? Because like, it's never good. It's never good. Yeah. yeah, it's not. So. Yeah, I would say the the split and the nature of the split was not pleasing to the Lord, you know, with, with of course, you know, yeah. the way it happened. However... You know, here we are rising from the ashes you know here we are yeah yeah and just to double check guys out there for those listening in obviously i think you can hear me can can you guys hear us okay yeah just make sure we're not muted we had some technical debacles last week yeah, yeah. josh Wright, dude josh Why Wright's you? on there dude josh the, our boy the, the nephilim. nephilim oh man josh He's Wright's the nephilim you guys josh There's Wright, a video with him he is a nephilim go watch <laughs> that video interview with the living nephilim thank yep. you so much for joining us homie bro we josh Wright. There's another spot, dude, right here, bro, behind me. That's yours. It's a big couch. Is he going to fit there? Big old couch. He's got plenty of room. That's a fair question. Dude, I haven't even even met this guy yet. (laughs) I've heard of the legend. That is Josh Wright. Maybe one day you'll be blessed enough to meet the Nephilim. Yeah, dude. That's true. You can kiss his pinky ring. (laughs) (laughs) I think he actually wears a pinky ring, bro. Does he really? Yeah, bro. I'd rather rebuke him for that. But Dang, bro. Josh, you wear wear a pinky ring? It's better than a thumb ring. Please, please. We're going to tell the story or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on to this. So how, how did we become Emmaus Road Reformed Baptist Church? And then from there, maybe we can get into a little bit about why Reformed Baptist. Yeah. Okay. So we left off Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, the, yeah. The Sunday. The Sunday. The, uh, the sad day, right? Yep. Um, it was a sad day. The red day. Beloved pastor, yeah. Jonathan, you know, went up to you know, share where, where, uh, where he was at with things and didn't want to be a hindrance with, uh, you know, what, what was going on and become a reform up his church kind of pulled back, said, Hey, I'm willing to step aside in hopes that, you know, somebody would pastor 
Yeah. Grace, Grace Fellowship. Great group of saints, man. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then that very day, the other uh, elder dissolved the church. Um hundred percent gone, dissolved. We have since changed our bylaws, you guys. So <laughs> certain <laughs> things cannot happen By- in the future here. What did we change? Bylaws are very important. Go ahead. Well, what we changed was that one person cannot unilaterally dissolve the church. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so the other, and other this will get into our president. Right. Yeah. And 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 those details will actually feed into our discussion on why reform baptist and just to clarify Greg, why reform uh, baptism uh josh stopped wearing rings he's done now oh, okay cool yeah. right on bro and mike start dude, had on, to take them off when he went to jail don't start taking on earrings or nose rings homie yeah okay. next thing you know dude josh's like what do you guys like, yeah bro, scratching his nose what is going on there bro what's this dude get that out of there <laughs> <laughs> I get all offended, dude. Better be a booger. You want to talk to us for like a nose year, dude, making fun of yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so with that said, so here we are. Are we yeah. recording? We're absolutely, uh, bro. We're that recording. is red. Yeah, 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 we're we good. are live. People can hear us. We have confirmation. I think we're good. Yeah. We did it right this time. Pre-flight checklist. Praise good. God. Praise God. <laughs> yes. Sorry about that last time, you guys. My bad. That was yeah. my bad. Okay. It's all good. So. so 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 kick it off kick it right. off johnny so february 18th church is shuttered that, of is course our last, that is our last our assembly times. yes th- <laughs> what was the year february 18th 2018 you don't forget yeah. significant dates in your life no because he has ptsd from it still <laughs> that's why he, <laughs> he's like whatever, february february comes around johnny's like Ugh. whatever gave you that impression oh Jeremy, man what happens in year like year five five now year six yeah we're we are in year five <gasps> we are dang dude what happens we've, in year five? Yeah. we've completed uh four years so yes so so it seemed like a lot happened the week before our first official assembly as a Reformed Baptist church. And so uh, when Greg asked me uh, about staying and, and, and pastoring and, you know, not not quitting, you know, that, was, that was Greg's plea to me and for which now I'm I'm thankful uh, for the record. The reason why uh, the reason why he wasn't allowed to quit <laughs> is because there were people who desired for him to shepherd them. Yeah. Yes. I which is yeah. very important. Which there, puts, there was a remnant. Which, yes. Which puts into immense perspective, um, this thing we call calling to ministry. Yeah. I think sometimes we more equate calling with this sort of ethereal, uh, spreading mystical sense of, of, uh, the inner voice. Bro. Yes. I feel calling God's to calling ministry. You, and I think a lot Divine of the inspiration. things, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think at that point decided that that wasn't enough. Uh, desire something a little more concrete and objective, which I think is is the right way to think of it. That if you're really called into ministry, that on a very visible level, there will be a body of believers who desire you to yeah. to pastor them. So I put uh, much more yeah. weight on that now than I than I perhaps used. We would to. say well, appropriate yeah. to the model of Acts, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, mean, I was going to say too, like one thing that I, that that was kind of because those are things or concerns of mine. You know, like I even mm-hmm. asked you as far as Grace Fellowship starting and all that, like those were concerns, you know, but you were ordained from um, John MacArthur's church. Yeah. Right. And you were ordained for the ministry there. So, you know, they laid hands upon you. Yeah. In a sense. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, well, you had you had you had sheep who were still saying, hey, we need a shepherd. Yeah. There's an so with the ma- a remnant, the master's thing is there's an acknowledgement of the giftings. Mm-hmm. Right. A recognition that those are being expressed. There's a qualification that's been met. Yeah. And there is people who acknowledge and recognize that and say, hey, man, like, what are you doing? Yeah. It was yeah. rigorous. That was, just can't be that was hard. Coast, bro. That, was, that was a really, that was a very difficult time. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you can't go back to being a phlebotomist, bro. Get oh, out of here. Trust dude. me. No, you I draw hey, blood and teach hey, people I how to play my, tennis. I let my license expire on purpose <laughs> so that I couldn't go back to phlebotomy. Yeah. That job is, that job is pure. If you would have went the world, you know, into another, I said the world, and that's, that's a bad way to put that, you know? Yeah. A, uh, you know, another, another trade, if you will. Yeah. You were going to um, say, you were trying not to say secular job yeah. because I, yeah, yeah, there 2K, you go, dude. dude. You caught, yeah. dude it's, that, it's that 2k that just yeah. cut deep in me. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I think, I think you were, you were looking, weren't you kind of thinking of like going to PA route? I was looking perhaps? at PA. Yeah. Which um, for those of you guys who don't know this man, he could have easily, oh, and, yeah. and by now five for years, sure. he would have be a PA making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, probably here in Colorado Springs. Indeed. Right there next to my much, mom. but that would be awesome. Oh, they crush it, dude. Oh, my mom yeah. does well. No, I, I really, I actually really like the medical field. <laughs> my it's, mom's it's a Stanford grad PA. Yeah. And oh, she yeah. does that very is, well. And that is something. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, is there, there were, I mean, I, I, I've had what, six years experience working in hospitals. And so it almost seemed to be a natural path real quick going back to that. So Mike asked a good question. So Mike asked is MacArthur Presby. No. What, what is the master's seminary position on what on just in general? Oh, master seminary position. So in, in nutshell. terms of just doctrine or I they're not Presbyterian. No, they're not Presbyterian. So I can give this in a nutshell. Yep. Okay. So the master Good seminary question, position is the same uh, doctrinal position that reflects Grace Community Church. TMS, I believe, is a ministry of Grace Community Church. It's right there on the campus. So their their doctrinal statement is, is I believe, unique in church history. It's a combination of Calvinism, five-point Calvinism, and dispensationalism. Yeah. Very unique. Yeah. Leaky dispensationalism. Leaky dispensationalism. Leaking right we into, don't have time to jump into that on this Right into the sea of covenantal theology. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, yeah, that week, I, when, you, when you asked me about that, I, I think how I responded was, I think I responded positively, but one thing I said, and this is kind of where, you know, uh, Emmaus Road came from, was I told you, look, if you can get together with those group of guys, with those groups, that group, of, a small group of dudes, and you guys can not fight, if you guys can figure it out, or you can get along out of the table and figure out that you want to start a uh, 1689, you know, Reformed Baptist confessional church in Colorado Springs, and you can agree on me unanimously to come and, and start as your, you know, again, primary teaching elder. Uh, I said that I would do it um, on the condition Only that I had that yeah, I had the summer to figure it out. Like if, if we could survive the summer, yeah, then I would give it more consideration. But I think the whole thing was is that I believed in it enough because I thought that it was a good thing that there should be a Reformed Baptist Church here with those we kinds of convictions. It, right? Yes, it was ripe. Mm-hmm. So that was that was that was my that was my stipulation. You know, get, get the guys together, but also, you know. It, it, I, I believed in it enough to try, you know, if we had to meet at houses, uh, if we could survive the summer, then I think in my own mind, I could conclude that there was some substance to it. I was, <laughs> I was, like so, I was so for now, in my own mind. I know, <laughs> dude, I know, I know. Call it, uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound. Is that sound, where reality exists, bro? Just yeah, that's where it was. That's, that's, At the time, yes. I was yes. being, I was a solipsist, dude. I was like, a reform, <laughs> I was a reformed solipsist. Greg, reform like, I don't know. How can I be, how can I be sure Greg even exists? Yeah, dude. That's that I'm having these conversations with him. I could just yeah. be some form, an illusion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, so Jeremy, you were at the table as well, I believe, yes. along with our, our fearless uh, elder statesman, Brian Poitras. He was there too. Yep. Brian really believed in it. And Brian was there by phone. Okay. Yep. Right. Yep. So physically at my house, it was. So real quick on that, on that point. Um, one, one thing at, <clears throat> at this time, I was not part of Grace Fellowship. I was actually at uh, a mega church, Woodman, a multi-campus church uh, for those who are just joining us. And so What's really interesting is Greg's like, hey, man, you can't steer that ship. There's no way you're going to correct that. You're teaching Reformed theology at this church. I'm teaching, you know, Vantillian presuppositional apologetics. And it's just blowing people's grids. We have people walk out of the class. I got to say something. Guys, listen, I can attest to this. He showed me his notes. And I'm <laughs> like, have a, dude, I found remember those. that? I found them. I was like, man, this, this is solid gold, bro. And mm-hmm. how many people are in this class? I have a church of thousands. You're like... Oh, five, man. And I was cracking up laughing. Oh, I'm like, man. all right, dude, time That's to go. <laughs> What's funny is I was looking through Solid the, gold. I'm trying to look up the old recipes that I like took pictures of to Trinity. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's funny about it is I'm like, oh, man, there's my notes, dude, from teaching. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dry erase board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I found them. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I'm not trying to steal recipes, just so we're clear. I just wanted to know them for reference. <laughs> I can make my own recipes. I wanted to have them for reference for system uh, calibration. Anyhow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're working. Yeah. yeah. You're working there. Point being, is it, so here I am, and I'm like, whoa, dude, I see this whole fallout happen, and I ask, I go, hey, Greg, do you remember this? Oh, would you talk, mind you talking the phone for yeah, probably, you mind, I don't know, two hours, days before. And I'm like, hey, bro, it would be cool if I like came and just fly on the wall. I won't say anything. I'm like, of course, bro. Okay, because I really want to see how you guys navigate this and work through this. I mean, I, I wanted to understand, like, I, I wanted to see what's going on here and I want to understand it. So anyhow, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's kind of how that went down. I, I was, and, and if, you, if you guys listen to part two, that's where... 
you know, what you, what you, you know, heard on part two was Jeremy coming over my house. What, mm -hmm. I don't know, a week prior to that, perhaps mm -hmm. a short period of time. Yeah. And this all happened within a couple of yeah, weeks. Very short period of time. It was probably within a, within a week or days. So we talked yeah. on the phone at this point in time that Jeremy's mentioning, but days before that he comes to my house and, um, is it days before that? Which I'm, I'm just trying to think of the chronology here in my head. I think it might have, I mean, it was around that time. Don't, I'm not sure exactly, but he comes to the house and he says, Hey man, I've been thinking about something like, Oh yeah, what's that? Okay. No, this is after the fact. This is after. So when I, when we finally that made the decision, like yeah, when we finally made okay. the decision to become members of Amaze Road, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. That was after. And that we, was just you shortly shared that after. on part two, right? This yes. last one. Okay. That was just shortly after this meeting. So I need, I need to refer to that anyways, because I'm wrestling at this point. Yeah. You're wrestling. So I'm like, I'm like, I just want to be a part of this meeting. I want to see yep. how you guys like work through this. Brian was on the phone. Yep. Brian's sick. Of course he's dying like years Brian's, ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so still Brian dying. was there Yeah, and two other guys who are I mean, no longer with us. And one never really intended to remain amongst us. Yeah. Um, Which is unfortunate for them. It is. It is. So yeah, here's, yeah, Jeremy, him and I are in my backyard days later, and he's telling me that he wants to start a podcast. And I'm like, I'm all right, bro. Okay. I said, I like the Hang idea. On Hang on a minute. So I'm at church. No joke. It's the Lord's Day. We're worshiping. And I'm sitting there. I can even see where I was at. I was in the very far right, like a few aisles deep. Surrounded you know? by a sea of people, like, dude. I'm sitting there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done here. <laughs> and this is like, this is like two weeks in. This is after actually we met already. Confirmation. I'd come up with the name. You know, we, I was part of that. Yeah. Uh, where we yeah. had met initially, we had done a couple worship services at the Blackburns. Yeah, dude, out in the forest. Out in the forest, in their, in their living room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where it started. The original yeah. sanctuary. One Sunday. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't skip any after Grace Fellowship. Nope. Directly uh, after. Gregory had me up there the next Sunday, man. Yeah. Yeah, props you up, bro. And it was you awesome. Did a good job. And so, so like, gave me a sadness. B twelve shot and oh yeah, go up there and preach, dude. Like Biden, <laughs> like Biden, dude. Yeah, basically <laughs> B twelve. I knew you were thinking. <laughs> so I went. I went. But you're not a sleeper, bro. I was part of the voting process of the name. Yes. And I'm like, man, I don't feel comfortable voting for this, you know. And even dare I say the inspiration of it because I love. The story of Emmaus Road. I remember telling you. Oh yeah, this is one of my favorite stories in Scripture. If there could be, bro, a, yeah, you you were the one that brought that up. Yeah, if there could be a point in history, it, people always ask like any point in history that you would like to have been a part of. Oh biblically gosh, speaking. yeah. I'm like, there's a point where that's, Jesus breaks everything down. That's pretty much a no brainer. The me. Bible study of yeah. Bible studies where Jesus is like, here are all the scriptures, the law, the prophets, and the writings that speak of me. Just gonna lay it out. Boom. Amaeus yeah. Robro. That's I if I could have been any place in history, that's where I would have wanted to been. I think one of the other names that was up for grabs was like Providence. Providence I, I like that yeah. too. Well, you're the one sick. that actually that brought up cool. Emmaus Church and then I said, Well, we should add a we should add road to that. Emmaus Road. road dude. dude, church evangelicals love roads, man. They love They're the all road, about roads. But dude, I think I think we were on the same page initially. Whatever it's called has to be reformed. Baptist. Yes. Okay. Church. We wanted reform Baptist in the name. In the name. So perfect segue. Okay. So why reform Baptist? Well, we're at the meeting. Let's, let's, let's okay, cover that let's real quick. That. Okay, so at the perfect. meeting, really quick. You know, um, I know our time's kind of limited here, but it's okay. Yeah. So re really quick. So it's it's us. It's me, Jeremy, two other guys in person. Our boy Brian. Brian, he's a deacon at our church, along with me on the phone. And, um, you know, we worked stuff out initially. We said, Hey, we're going to be a, we want to first number one call Jonathan yep. to the pastorate, you know, as, and as Jonathan, he, just as a side note, intentionally was not involved in that meeting. Intentionally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that was wise and totally agreed to them. Um, yeah. So he wasn't there. Um, we all unanimously agreed, Hey, we want Jonathan, you know, to, to be our pastor. Um, and you know, we intend on having a plurality of eldership. Yep. We intend on having a plurality of deacons as well. You know, that was the, that was the thought process, at least from, from that point in time. Um, you know, of course, you know, we were kind of working with what we had, right. So we had yep. a sole elder for quite some time. Um, with that said, uh, just thinking, is there anything else that you can think of that? Well, one thing that, that I think is important is we were like, Hey, we are not dispensational, you know, we talked about <laughs> okay. that, you know, kind of at length in that meeting, you know, kind of what that, what that meant. And, 
you know, we, we are, we, we want to be covenantal. We want to adopt the 1689 London Baptist confession of faith. So that was very important to us. And, um, you know, Johnny agreed. Yeah. You know, with that. Yeah. It was all, or, it was all or nothing. No, no, no vagaries, <laughs> nothing, dude. Baby. It was like, if we're going to be a reformed Baptist, we, we, we need to be confessional, just the full Monty. Yeah. And, and honestly, whatever yeah, dude, happens, right. whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would say, um, on that note, uh, that this was around the time where I'm like coming into my convictions and understanding, mm -hmm. having a better grasp. I was studying of, of reformed Baptist, the Baptistics, the, the distinctiveness of Baptistic covenant theology. Weren't you reading, right. you're reading Nehemiah Cox, Nehemiah Cox, Pascal Denal, Benjamin Keach, Benjamin Keach, uh, Jeffrey Johnson. Yep. Knows that and the others who are really trying, I, you guys were encouraging me, Hey, wrestle with and work through these understandings and then see where you come. And that's where the whole, like, don't, don't go Presby, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't, I haven't. Yeah. I wanted to praise God. I wanted to follow up. If you, if you saw the uh, Wilson white debate, not yet changed your mind. It. If you, if you became a Presbyterian after no, that, no, so no, I, was no, a I highly doubt that I actually, I actually saw watched it yet, but I, I, I saw uh, so we we've covered in our, our Sunday school over the last what five four or five weeks, we went through the reformational debates in, in our historical theology course um, as we're working through it, starting from the patristic period. We we've started from the apostles and we're at the Reformation right now, which mm -hmm. has been well over a year. Awesome study, been Fun life, been straight fantastic. But we're we're at the point. I just saw the a post by uh, I forgot who it was, but Doctor White commented on it this morning. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, guys just expect pastoral exchange here. We love each other. Um, but we're going to deal with stuff. And I want you guys to look at this and this. And I'm like, see, I, and I brought up, I'm like, okay, we've been working through this for a few weeks now, mm -hmm. starting with communion. And now we're in baptism. And here we are dealing with an issue of pedo communion. I'm really interested to see based on our study. I'm not going to watch it, but we're going to host a watch party for it. So oh, that, yeah. So that, need to. that we can hang out after we have done this stu study. We're going to do a Reformed Baptist critique next week. So uh, shameless plug of uh, our Sunday school. Uh, this upcoming Sunday, we already we're going to do a um, a Reformed Baptist critique of pedo baptism, which will include an understanding of why we would never include pedo communion. Right. Because we're credo right. Baptist. But uh, what I what I challenged uh, our congregants to who, who attend our Sunday school, I said, okay, now that you've been through all of this, now here we are like what, four or five, maybe six weeks now of studying communion, studying the positions, debating through it, trying to understand our own position mm -hmm. and how we administrate it now to the point of here's what the reformed Baptist position is of baptism. Doing a live stream on it. Yeah. And then here <laughs> we are hours. And then here we are now we're going to do a critique, a reformed Baptist critique of pedo Baptist, right? Uh, this now we're going to watch this debate together and see perfect timing. How, yeah. Pro, totally providence. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Absolutely. And that's exactly what I brought up in the Texas day. But, but bro, this is amazing when you think about, okay, I've been wrestling with this for a long time now. I feel like I have a, a somewhat of a firm grasp mm -hmm. <laughs> of uh, at least an understanding, a, a, a firm enough understanding to be able to explain the various positions. And I know why yeah. I'm reformed Baptist. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I love our confession, by the way, you guys. I, I'm a huge fan. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful confession. Oh, yeah. And, and highly misunderstood and highly unknown. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. And then there's reasons for that. And so we decided <clears throat> when, when bringing this all back together. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah. Why are we Reformed Baptists? Well, we're not Pado baptists That's for sure. We came, I think you guys, I mean, I, I was, I was already there for, for maybe a few years, but you guys came to the position of the, the, you know, Baptist, the reformed Baptist, you know, covenant, the particular, particular Baptist, particular Baptist. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Historical, particular Baptist covenant theology in distinction from Pado Baptist. Yes. Covenant theology. Yeah. I know myself, I went from being dispensational to a, a Presbyterian form of covenant theology, but yet still a Baptist. Yeah. And then discovered, oh, there's such a thing as particular Baptist. <clears throat> Critical to those? Critical to this understanding? Big difference. Pascal Denal, The Distinctiveness of Baptistic Covenant Theology. Great book. 
fantastic book. Um, uh, Benjamin Keach, right? His covenant, his book on covenant theology. Uh, Jeffrey Johnson, Kingdom, uh, the, mm-hmm. the Kingdom. Um, Kingdom of God. Kingdom of God. Kingdom of God. Yeah, a, a, thir- a, a modern third one that I would throw in there that I think is maybe maybe one overlooked, but I would say is, is, is actually one of my favorites that I've read in the last maybe year and a half. It's by Sam Waldron, and it's called uh, MacArthur's Millennial Manifesto. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. It's a it's a really good examination of of a sermon. It's like you say, I, I, I remember where I was when Kennedy got assassinated, or I, I remember where I was when 9-11 happened. I remember where I was when MacArthur gave this sermon at the Shepherds Conference, right? I think it's wow. called why, why, why Every Self-Respecting Calvinist is a premillennialist. And that's exactly what he said, right? Yes. And so with R.C. Waldron, Sproul sitting yeah, in the front row. And Wal- pro- maybe. Yeah. I mean, that was, I, it, it was back pretty far yeah. um, when those guys still showed up. But Sam Waldron Sproul's gave like, mm, a yeah, very, a very like gracious, <laughs> reverent critique um, of, of the thing, of some of the things that, uh, that MacArthur said. And, and all the while defending a more continuation, uh, continuationist, what do we say? Um, continuity view between the church say, and Israel. Bro, yeah, continuationist. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, we're not continuationists. Yeah, dude, words, <laughs> words matter. You know, yeah. yes, a continue, continuation if, if you are a wordsmith. Before, yeah, yeah only, only on uh, these, am I just kind of, yeah. what word is that? What <laughs> it's because you're not manuscripted, dude. It's because I'm, yeah. It's temporaneous, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Bro. I haven't. I haven't thought about <laughs> well. When I come say, when I come to this, I haven't thought about what I'm going to say ahead of time. I just so, sort of show up and take up space, and which is better. Water. It's the beauty of this. But yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, no, but that's that's a very good one because he really um, draws from several texts from scripture. So a lot of it is a, it's not just a criticism, but it's a textual defense of of uh, covenant theology. Very helpful. Yeah, um, in in establishing continuity between. The, between Israel and the church, which yeah. is is one of the defining characteristics. When you say, why reform Baptists? You know, some of these things are categorical, um, meaning, okay, the category of we're credo-baptistic, the category of we're covenantal, right? Those things, uh, maybe you could add you could add in a couple other things there, of course. Um, but you also have other incidentals. Uh, and one that comes to mind is in terms of the why, and just let me know if I'm getting away from, <laughs> from stuff here. Good. But I mean, I, I've, I've told Greg and many other people repeatedly that one of the, I would say, incidental attractions of uh, the Reformed Baptistic tradition was their high ecclesiology. And I guess that works part and parcel with a, a covenant theology. But um, doctrine of the church, yeah, maybe. and not mm-hmm. and not just and not just who the church is in terms of being true Israel in Christ, but it's also the their very convictions surrounding the Lord's Day, yeah. right? Um, you know, th- I never heard of means of grace in dispensational circles. Yeah, you know, um, the the regulative principle of worship also never heard of that until I came into yeah Reformed theology. So, so that's just a couple examples, you know, all, all the things that we do when we, even the very concept, the very weightiness of meeting on the Lord's day, but this is that it is your excuse for missing every other thing. Mm. Right? This guy's a Sabbatarian over here. Yeah. This is where it did, Let's you know, make the Lord's day great again. Yeah. And I remember so, yeah. trying to underscore Revelation that point, you know, yeah. Where, where, where are you guys on Sunday? <laughs> we're make here. This is, this is where we're supposed to be. So. Where's the red hat? <clears throat> Yeah, the red hat, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and and what's uh, what's really interesting about that is we have to realize that hey, our, our boy Eric, dude, look at King of the Stellarites. What's the up, King homie? of the Stellaritis, bro? Yeah. Wait, wait. What did what did Merrick say? What did Mike Mike say? He said, "I'll I better be able to tune in. Not being able to tune in will make me upset. You don't want <laughs> you'll like me. We don't want you to be upset, Mike. <laughs> no, nah, bro. We're not. So we're going to do a watch party. Here's my here's my thought." Okay, we might have a group of guys watching in the other room. Mm-hmm. We might live stream in here. Right. But I would like to maybe figure it out where I could bring all the camera equipment and out like there? film the watch party. Yeah. And just dude. comment dude, cool. as, as we yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. And just like, hey, dude, we're hanging with the homies. Here we are. We'll figure it out, bro. Yeah, we can hear well, you. Well, Michael Dunk, Michael Duncan asked. <laughs> I got uh, long cables. Dude, he said, good. "What he said? What is a stalaritis?" Well, Mister Duncan, let me explain to you. In splunking, you know, in caves, you have up and down. You have stalagmite and stalactite. 
a Stalerite <laughs> is uh, is a Rocklico sideways. <laughs> That's how that. I thought works. a Stalerite. He's like, the I king of the rocks that goes sideways. I had this yeah. major itch, dude, on my on my on my hind leg. Yeah, you know, stalagmite, stalagmite, Stalerite. Stalerite. No, it's not an inflammation of anything. It's not the inflammation <laughs> of your Staler. It's it's a it's a rock. We love you, bro. Caves. I have a fun last name too. So, dude, Eric, we miss you, man. You should hear what people say about my last name, bro. It's not good. Yeah, <laughs> my last name's Dix. You heard me right, you guys. Jeremy. See, you're Jeremy already laughing, dude. Like, oh, this is hilarious, bro. What are we in? That's funny, middle dude. school, dude. No, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's funny. And you said that to Dave Williams. You're like, how you say it, bro? It's spelled it. No, no. I I told I, I told Dave Williams you. my name. I purposefully waited. This is this guy's. You know, a statesman, right? I told him I told him my name before we gave testimony in front of the state capitol. <laughs> he writes my name down, it's and he's gonna he goes D I C K. I'm like, hey man, what are you doing? My name is spelled like that. <laughs> and he starts laughing, he goes, huh? Uh, X. Uh, yeah. I see where you're yes. at, Tabros. Yeah. Hey, of course, man. Get it right, for goodness sakes. Yeah. That's bro. how we do it. We miss you too, Eric. Big time. Yeah, bro. All right. Yeah. So that's so, our, that's our why so so why reform Baptist. Why are we reformed Baptist? There it is. So in short, would you guys say yeah. we, we came to the conclusion of particular Baptist covenant theology? Yeah, I would say, that was I mean, the it, it's right? really, it's, it's convictions, right? We're, yeah. we're credo-baptistic, covenantal, and then I think the other one is um, Calvinistic. Right. Those, yeah. are, those, those are, I think, are the... Standard. Yeah, and, and then it's all on our website. Like, who we are is, is the same thing as why we are. I mean, we have, we're not going to do things because they're convenient or we think they're going to attract a lot of people we do things out of convictions Certainly and that's not. where we and that you know we hope of not course right. to attract people we we want people to see the glories uh, that is a reformed baptist theology. be attracted but, to the right things right yeah right. but i think but i think the big thing what's at the top it's christ exalting right mm. um and we also talk about community on our website and that and that's our high ecclesiology um yeah you know we needed a c there so uh we we we, we put that but just a high view of the church, you know, especially as it pertains to, you know, gathering regularly, not only on the Lord's day, but also just in life, stimulating one another to love and good deeds. All those go into having a high view of not just the church, but even, even as individuals, right within the body of Christ that we're getting together, we're encouraging one another and, and everything that goes with it. Now, I remember and, and, and I think to be, to be fair, like at the very, be, you know, at the beginning, we're wrestling through these things. You're working through the confession. Mm-hmm. You're, Jeremy's working through the confession. Um, and, you know, you, you didn't necessarily, I mean, correct if I'm wrong, you, you wouldn't have necessarily said I 100% agree with every yeah. jot and tittle of this. Yet, you looked at it and you said, man, this best expresses yes. what I hold to as far as the Christian faith. Yes, I yeah, uh, I I would say that. Is that fair know. to say? Yeah, that that is that is fair to say. Okay. And and I don't consider even the confession as it's it's a it's a it's a well put document, but it's not so rigid that it doesn't offer any kind of wiggle room. Right. Yeah. Um, right. And so we we extend that to our membership, right? We say substantial agreement yeah. uh, to the confession, you know. So to, speaking of that, yeah. so members we we'd say that you know, members need to have substantial agreement, not you know, word for word or, right. you know, um, you know, uh, believe in the, you know, affirm in the whole thing. Cause you have people that come into the church who are maybe new believers. Mm-hmm. This is newer to them. We know we, ex- yeah. we expect it's going to take some time, you know, to come through, but we, we don't want people that or probably let's just say it right. As far as dispensationalists here, you have yep. people who are dispensational. I was going to bring that up at one time who we did allow into membership and we saw the backlash, if you will, yeah, you know of that, and now it's like if somebody's you know hardcore dispensational, then we're going to say, hey, we we you know we'd love for you to come to be amongst us, yeah. hear the word, hang out with us, but you can't be a member if you're going to hold on to these things so tightly. And there's yeah, a reason right. why. Oh yeah, because if you hold on to that, l- let me say this. <clears throat> and I was a huge advocate for this. If you hold on to that position so tightly, dispensationalism proper, and I don't even know what that is, but. The seven. You are so locked in, bro, where you think the church and Israel are somehow different. Then you and you're locked into that and you cannot see anything otherwise. Well, there's going to be a division here because you are going to be trying to 
in a sense, proselytize those who are among us. Yeah, and you well, and, and it's also your 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 es- your eschatological um, expectations, right? Yeah. Now I don't want to paint with the again, like paint with a broad brush, right? There's always that yeah that brother out there is like that's not what we believe. But then you think, okay, well, it, All right, homie. I mean, I, I have I have yet to encounter mm-hmm. a disby bro who who would uh, who wouldn't say that there's an expectation that things are just going to get worse. You know, yeah. However, however that's articulated and whatever that looks like, um, our eschatology is quite optimistic, um, and that you know, and this goes back to I like how he says "our" now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> having that's having my uh, <laughs> just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but but the fact that the church is not this goes to our high ecclesiology. I think it lends our, lends itself to that is that we do not believe that the church is merely a parenthesis or a footnote in God's redemptive timeline, that we believe that the mission we have as the true Israel of God, that we are we are going to see this through, right? Yeah. We are going to preach the gospel not till we're raptured away, but we are going to preach the gospel until earth and heaven are one. And that is super Amen. exciting. Like I, I, I think that by itself makes me mo- way more excited to to be a church member, to, yeah. be, to be a Christian, even in very what seem to be very difficult times. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, what, uh, what the times look like. We're not basing our eschatological position nor practical theology, the outworking of our practical theology based on our observation yeah. of the times. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we, even, even though newspaper certain, eschatology, yeah, yeah, even though certain passages are used with, with, with regular, with regular rigor to, to try to establish that, yes, um, tough times point to the Lord returning. And, and I always think of mm-hmm. like, and, and we talked about this maybe a couple sun, few Sundays ago, the, the usage of passages in, in first and second, yeah. first and second, <laughs> first and the, second uh, Timothy. Dap right? post mill. He was, he was full yeah. dap post mill out of the closet. Yeah, Jeremy, like, I texted him. I'm like, did he just like, come dude, out of the closet right now? He just came out of the closet. Yes. Dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, all I said was that I was Are we defending the tattoos, post mill. Dude? Dude. We're going to have butt fence. <laughs> but, it, but it talks about, but it talks about difficult times in second Peter. I think it's second Peter three. And, and that's used to defend a, you know, in the latter days, this will happen. Yeah. Well, not only have we've seen that all over history, right? Where there have been, you know, men who do certain things who are, you know, just sinning out of control to sum up the passage, right? There will be this, the men will be like this, 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 and this. Well, we've seen that pattern all throughout history, I believe. Right. But also you yeah. read down in the text and it says, and, and, and Paul tells Peter very simply, you know, they will not make further progress, right? And their folly will be made known to all. So even if as a dispensationalist, you use that passage to defend society petering out of control morally, you would still, to be consistent, have to say, but these men ultimately will not succeed, even though Paul is talking about, you know, men in the first century. They will not make further progress. We should not expect them to. Why? Because the gospel is always going to be confronting that. Yeah, exactly. That uh, that, that mindset is always going to be con- confronting that kind of spiritual apostasy. And we need to be very careful yeah. not to orient that toward a particular time or geographical space. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be uh, yeah. implications for all of that, that's the struggle of preaching through Second Peter. Now is that yeah. you know when we talk about the new heaven and new earth, even though. Um, even though Peter is talking to his first century audience, and I believe that they are talking about the return of Christ and judgment on Jerusalem, had to get that in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, you it's did, not right? as if it's not as if we are we are stuck with only application to first century the first century church. There's plenty of application yep. for our day, and and a lot of this stuff comes in cycles. You know, mockers will come with their mocking. You know, scoffers going to scoff. Mock, dude. Yeah, dude. He mockers going to mock. He is going to heed. Yes, peg is going to peg. And so they and so they do. And so and so they do. Right. But, but they will not make further progress. They'll, they may make progress for a while. We should probably cover this this Lord's Day. But yeah, you know, these things okay. often come in cycles. There's an ebb and flow, of course. But the gospel never goes right it's always there um confronting unbelief so to wrap this in how does this apply to where we're at now so when we think about like okay um and, and you've come a long way done a lot of reading yeah let me say this about these guys yeah. so i mean in the future i know people who are thinking about coming to our church and listen to this yeah um what i've what i've learned about jeremy and jonathan 
which these guys are very much alike in this, in this respect is they both can become subject matter experts in a very short period of time. Um, like for example, here I am coming, you know, six months on a subject They're they're four months figuring like, yep, yep. I know where I'm at here. Good. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. So I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I, I appreciate yeah. that big time. That, about these I guys. think that involves some time. Like we have a little bit more time maybe. Yeah. To, yeah. So. It'd, be, it'd be fun to kind of talk about some of the, the authors that have, have influenced and continue to influence because you'll really, it, it, that audience is not monolithic at all. I mean, you, no. you have, you know, you have guys like Sam hey, Waldron, Rick, Rick, right Rich if, Barcelos. If you had to just lay out the, uh, the books that come to your mind that have really shaped kind of where you're at today. Oh my goodness. Theologically, is that fair to say? I mean, more recently. Anyways. Yeah, more, more recently. I'd say in the beginning, you know, I think we talked about this, Sam Storm's Kingdom Come, more, more covenantalism than, than amillennialism, even though the book was about that. Um, anything by Sam Waldron, uh, Rich Barcelos was great. There's some great videos on YouTube explaining Reformed Baptist Covenant theology. They're mm -hmm. fantastic. Uh, 69 Federalism. Yeah, both of the Renahans. Love those guys. Yeah. I think th th their writing is so lucid. It's so it's so clear. It's so well explained. Even if you don't agree with all parts of it, you're you're hard pressed not to in some cases. Yeah. yeah. So I would say, and, and Jeffrey Johnson, of course. Yeah. And then and so more more recently. You know, again, this is sort of developing my eschatology. I mean, a, a host of a lot of Presbyterian guys, but yeah. hugely influential on my thinking. I've got to put this guy at the top. Let's Gary go. DeMar, dude. Yes. DeMar, Uncle, dude. Gary. Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Gary. Uncle Gary. I, I, Our boy. He, I read when, when COVID hit. I read more Gary DeMar in 2020 <laughs> than, than any author by a mile. I loved his God and government. Um, uh, yeah, last such days, a clear la writer. Last, yeah. days, lad day, last Day's Madness single-handedly convinced me of a, of a partial preterist view of Matthew oh, yeah. 24. Yep. Um, and he's just, I read he's that just, too. A, he's just a great dude. I, I, I listen. I, I am a regular listener to his podcast. Yeah, podcasting with um, Gary DeMar. Yeah. Yep. So, so along Shame with him, fun. fantastic. Uh, I really love Jeff Durbin, Joe Boot, uh, Willem Willem O'Neill. The, the world is Christ. Um, That's a book, you guys. Yeah, it's Gentry. must a must. That's read. a must yeah. read. Yeah, Ken, the world Ken is Gentry. Christ. Willem Willem O'Neill. Dude, Joe Boot, Mission of God. Yeah. yeah, Joe Boot. And yeah. I would say, Mission I would honestly say anything by Joe Boot. And, yeah, bro. and if you want to, I mean, the, the Ezra Institute podcast is just like, I listen to the Ezra Institute while I'm working out at the gym. Yeah. Like, it's so good. Yeah, I um, listen that to it. pumps you up, bro. It does, dude. Yeah. Well, I usually <laughs> oh, listen man, to it when I'm like, with good theology. Any, any kind of like time I have, like where I'm doing yeah. chores or whatever, like doing stuff, I'm listening to either Ezra Institute, Apologia, um, yeah. Andrew Sandler. Andrew Sandler is, is also well, yeah, very helpful. Absolutely. Uh, they're all going to be at ReformCon, by the way. I know. I'm so excited. Does Andrew yeah. Sandler have a podcast? He no, he he does. But he but it's not like it's actually his speaking engagements that he's put on. Oh, okay. Yeah, on audio that you can go listen to. Gotcha. Really, okay. really helpful. He, he is. Oh, everything is I've heard from Sandler so far has been excellent. Center for Christian Culture or something like that. Center. I forgot. Forget exactly what, but it, Andrew Sandlin, he's he's a fellow Sandlin, at the Ezra yeah. Institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and P yeah. Andrew Sandlin, <clears throat> yeah, P. P Andrew, yeah, Andrew Andrew Sandlin is fantastic, and I still want to have I, I want to have a uh, a conference out here. We need we need about, to do it, bro. Talking about culture building, taking dominion. Do you know how many I mean, people would eat that alive? Yeah, there, right there's now. just there's certain stuff they say, and I think, man, where. Why aren't people devouring this stuff? I mean, yeah. if, if for nothing else than the fact that it's so encouraging. I mean, I yeah, guess dude. I did hear today on the Ezra Institute podcast that they're they're selling Ruler of Kings like hotcakes. Like it's, I'm almost done with the book. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> awesome. I am. I've I still. Been, I read probably thirty pages of it today. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it so, is awesome, dude. So those things have really. I mean, talk about we talked about red pilling paradigm shift. Like the, the, those guys that talk about. Um, culture building and we'll, and we'll drop the R word reconstructionism, yeah. whether you agree with it or not, it's so encouraging. And it just, man, you think I, I've got to, at, at bare minimum, I've got to revisit the scriptures to okay, see so what you mind. If I give an, on yeah, this point, dude, really yeah, says about if this. I give a quick yeah. explanation, reconstructionism, yeah. listening to, you know, um, RJ Rushdooney's son, Mark Rushdooney, you know, he gave a very, just clear explanation of what reconstructionism is. Mm -hmm. Reconstructionism, reconstructionism would, would say that, Hey, we're going to annihilate everything that's not biblical and build and build our structure from the Bible. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like which the, is built upon the principle of what? I don't know, bro. We Theonomy can, and we Christian ethics. That, homie. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No, I mean, you asked that earlier. Should we discuss that? But I mean, I think that that dude. That's I text. A, so when yeah. Jeremy says that, I, I text him to read that. So we we can go here, dude. I know. I don't know. Like I'm like I don't know. Yeah. The thing is that what we have to reconcile is. What is the proper Christian ethic to operate from? Yeah. So we'd right. say, you know, yeah. Psalm 127, one, yeah. except the Lord build the house, mm-hmm. we labor, they labor in vain who build it. Right. So yeah. if we're going to build any sort of structure, it's going to be a superstructure from the word of God. Yeah. It's what we call a full orb Christian worldview, right? Just well, well, fully orbed. Yeah, fully, fully orbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Untruncated. That, that, that every, that every institution in creation honors the Lord. We call that the Amen. trifecta, you guys. Amen. There we go. So with that said, here we have a few more minutes left, guys. Um, not a lot of time left. Um, five minutes. Yeah, it's 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 Nacho 08. So it's Nacho 08. Yeah, dude. OK, so with that said, <laughs> now you guys get a better understanding. OK, when we when we first came together, we're, we're within now, let's say, fast forward the first year or two of ministry, doing ministry mm-hmm. together. I came in as a churchman and was then raised up as a deacon within the church. I served as a deacon for two years, being examined uh, by the by the church body for two years, and then was acknowledged as a elder in the church. Not, not a fast process, huh? No. I mean, and it's great. It's awesome. Probably could have been longer, but that's fine. Um, you know, acknowledged as a co-elder, and, and I've been serving with Jonathan now uh, to my great honor, honestly, bro, and I, and I thank you so much, bro. It's my pleasure, dude. It, bro, bro, it's been awesome. I'm just, I'm just glad you brought it up because a lot of, yeah. uh, when it comes to, man, you think getting deacons are hard? Elder, elders, man. <laughs> Finding guys who, who want to eld. Yeah. And one of the, the primary difficulty is that it's almost like they hesitate to speak up about it. Like they mm-hmm. may have the gifting. So that's why, you know, every year I think at our church family meeting, I say, look, if any of you out there like to deke or you like to eld, you think you have the calling and giftedness, please tell me because... A lot of these guys are so shy and you, and you don't, you don't know. Yeah. Well, so. what I would say is, uh, it, it was something that I was already doing. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't something that was like, Hey, you know, um, <laughs> what, is, uh, we still don't know how CSCS became a thing. Uh, they never would have associated with an, in what is he saying? Infallible ultimate authority view of scripture in the nineties or two thousands. Interesting, bro. Who's that? This is Mike, dude. We we're not CSCS, dude. Yeah, but we're we're meeting in their meeting auditorium in their building. Yeah. Oh, and I would we're, I would add we're trying to do a hostile takeover, right? Yeah. We're not playing basketball on Lord's Day, dude. We are, no. you know, we're walking with God. Yeah. Oh, by the way, to, an, to answer that, I I almost forgot. I would say again, why Reformed Baptists? That would be a huge uh, uh, part of that. Is is just the Reformed tradition's overall view of the authority of Scripture. Like, I mean, that may be near the top right there. Oh, yeah. For something sure. that yeah. definitely drew me in is just their their reverence for the word of God and its place in every area of life. Amen. That, that's one that needs to be mentioned. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks, can I, can Michael. I them real quick. Yeah, go for it. Real quick. So when Jeremy, you know, when Jeremy became, you know, elder candidate, you know, it was the kind of thing I'll never forget. We had a, he had a fire going, you know, here at his house. So we're at his, we're at his house right now in the lab, right? What you guys see is the lab. <laughs> you walk out this door. We need to do an outside. Wonderful yeah. door over here to the left. And then you make a, make a quick right and you're kicking it on this guy's sweet porch patio outside, right? And <laughs> Just we had a fire, a fire out last there. Night. And yeah. I never forget Jeremy's like, you know, I think I'm, you know, I, I, I want to, you know, be an, be an elder one day. Well, Jonathan asked. I said, I have a desire for that. Yeah. And yeah. This was, this was out front, out front of Jeremy's or in Jeremy's backyard. So we made him a deacon. Um, yeah. You know, some years ago. Mm-hmm. It's four like years, four it, years ago? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. It was that long, man. It was a while Something, ago. Yeah. When, when we official, when we officially elderfocate you, that was 2020, wasn't I've it? I've only been an elder for two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like dating with intention to marry, right? You, you deke with the intention <laughs> to eld. <laughs> And then it happens. <laughs> well, Matthew so. Henry would have said that the lesser would aspire to the greater. So yeah. it is good to bring bring men in as deacons. And especially if they aspire for eldership, at least they can come in, be a part of the leadership, and then get yeah. raised up from there. Yeah, yeah, I was just notified we are we are now live at the same time as James White. Yes, oh, of course. I can't believe I didn't mention him. He's like my favorite theologian probably. <laughs> we're, we're, that, Go listen to James White, you guys. That and that Joe Boo, dude. So and we're Joe done. Boot, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're we're done. And this is it. This concludes our third part series on 
from ashes to glory is there gonna be a part four or oh bro we, we oh can go my goodness. We, if that makes like if I mean, that's we what encourages you to come i mean we we are now basically we we got to yeah barely made it to february 25th 2018 <laughs> our first service <laughs> we, we we didn't even talk hey, about we that can do hardly, part four bro i'm just saying hey. like what's what's happened since whatever. we've planted if we could cover that maybe. that'd be great oh yeah yeah yeah, like why why we put like we are not dispensational, dude, on our website. No, oh we need my that. goodness. Yeah, bro. We I mean, that. we can go through a bunch of stuff that we've worked through. We just can't get through anything. We can't get through a if you were feed, we can't get through a Bible study without mentioning dispensational. Shave your beards, dude, right now. <laughs> Save your beards, dude. Dispensational, bro. Right now. Okay. Cut them off. Gregory. Hey Mike, if All you right, want, cut. <laughs> if you want So Mike, if you want cut to it, do uh, if you're if you're interested in jumping in, man, I think I actually think it would be a really great idea to live cast the the debate like uh, just us kind of hanging out, working through it. Um if you want to come, you're you know, obviously you're welcome, but Johnny's pretty busy. Um I live 2 minutes away. Yeah, he lives right around the street. Greg yeah. and I'll just have a beer right. or two dude and just hang out and talk just about chill. the debate. I got I got to sign off, fellas. All right. Jonathan's Sorry, out. I am I'm going to I got to get my son food. He gone. All right. Love y'all. See you. Peace on. We can do it. Um, So I'm going to teach this next Sunday school. Um, uh, A critique of the Reformed Baptist view. All right, buddy. Uh, Here's a kick on the music, bro. These guys are out of here, bro. I'm going to (laughs) teach the critique of the Reformed Baptist view next week. Um, This Sunday, the Swords Day. And then maybe sometime following directly after that, maybe midweek next week at some point, uh, we'll talk about that. Um, schedule it up. I'll, I'll let you guys know. I'll actually schedule it on YouTube. So you'll be able to see, hey, we have a watch party of the James White and Doug Wilson debate on pedo communion. And I think that'd be really valuable to actually go through together, uh, especially based on everything we've discussed. If you have not seen um, what we have discussed here, let me swing over since everybody's gone. If you guys haven't seen what we have discussed, go on to Emmaus Road Reformed Baptist Church Facebook page. And on the Facebook page, we have the whole series live stream there. And so if you guys are interested in that, go check that out. But uh, other than that, we're going to go ahead and sign out. We got to head out here, jam out to a men's study. And, uh, We'll catch you guys next week. I don't know what we're going to discuss next week, but we're going to do something cool. So that's it. Peace. <laughs>